Hello and welcome to Ask About Anything, round two. Um, it's been a while since we did this uh, podcast. Um, I think the last one was, let me just check, in July last year. Crikey. <laughs> Crikey, mate. So so long ago it's turned Steve Australian. <laughs> All right. Um, so we thought it'd be good to bring back some of the questions that you guys asked uh, from last time. And hopefully we don't repeat ourselves. I don't think we will. But um, yeah, cover some topics that you guys have, have asked us. And uh, yeah, nice. hopefully it's entertaining. So, you've been reading heavily over the Christmas period. I know you have. Oh, yeah. So, I'm sure you have something in mind for this answer. Are there any books that you would recommend our listeners? Oh, I wish I knew this question before I end otherwise I would have done a bit of, you know, a bit of research so I can actually inform people what, what these books are called. Um, so, there's one book called Wait which uh what we're doing now what we're doing right now i don't know who it's by there's a book called wait which is not the one which is like a powerful practice of finding the love of your life that's not the one <laughs> i'm referring to Maron's about procrastination the useful art of procrastination by frank partnoy uh yeah it's all about um yeah the ability to wait and have like the best opportunity time to to make a decision and it goes from like various to case studies from like physiological to um actual business examples mm. very thought-provoking and uh yeah it makes you second guess how you're working so it's not necessarily a business book it's more just about like a self how the mind works sort of thing yeah but it's definitely marketed at, at business right. owners or people that have to make decisions yeah nice so you well, recommend that book over christmas like all of them oh, well, all um the books that you read yeah, that one. I'm reading one at the moment called Bad Blood, which is about um, Sphernos, which is a company uh, in Silicon Valley that, that was kind of over inf- overinflated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about like the founder. It's all like, anecdotal. It's very similar to a book called uh, Hatching Twitter, which I recommended to you, Steve, ages ago, and you still yeah. haven't read it. But, yeah, that's right. um, it's, yeah, very good. Kind of controversial and like um, a bit sensationalist, but very entertaining. Okay. Nice. Now your turn. We'll put that in the bio, just for a reference. Yeah, okay. Um, so, my one. Uh, I read this. Actually, it was after our last podcast of this, because um, one of our listeners, Claire, thank you, Claire, uh, raised this with us right after the podcast, uh, after she listened and said you should read this. So, I read it. And this is called Lost and Founder. And it's been by Rand Fishkin. Um, and it's kind of about his view of how he started and his kind of uh, divide between an agency model and a product model and how they kind of, of uh, complement or, or work against each other. Um, anyway, very interesting. And this guy has done podcasts before and I know you've listened to one of them, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really honest view of how his business works and yeah, it's just, it's brutally honest, which I like. Yeah. And it's also very relevant yeah. if you're in this boat of <clears throat> maybe doing your day job or um freelancing or anything like that and you you've got this passion for product that you want to you want to get sustainable yep. um yeah i guess it goes through the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. yep who, uh, who gave us that question um do we not know ian shout out thank you ian he's been on our podcast before <laughs> listen back <laughs> listeners um all right next one um, what sources do you find useful for running the business? Sources we find useful. <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, we use a, a service called Cushion, cushionapp.com. Uh, this is a invoicing slash financial reporting tool for you to produce invoices and to track, uh, schedule them and see how much is due each month and, and, and that sort of thing. It just makes it a really nice way of viewing your financial overlook of your business. Um, and we've been using this for well over a year now. Uh, coming up to two years, I think. Um, and it adds slightly more than a normal accounting software. So we use QuickBooks for general accounting. But I think we both find that QuickBooks is very just boring. And Cushion just gives us really nice, Just it's just a nice tool. Mm. And it it's just a bit more friendly, I think. Uh, well, yeah, like if you, yeah, QuickBooks is for accountants. Yeah. Cushion is for business owners. So the quick plug to cushion we, yeah we're not sponsored <laughs> um other tools i guess uh as we are now as you may know from a previous podcast we're now turning it more remote um so as we're getting more remote we're using kind of some services to support that i guess we, we used them before but now it's going to be a bit more prominent um so team week we use generally for resource and for scheduling pieces of work at a high level um week on week uh, we have an internal product called um, We Done This, which is that's a day to day. What have I done today? Uh, what have I got to do today? And we use that to track hours as well if, if that's needed. Um, but generally, it's just kind of a it's a personal tool that we use. Um, what else do we use? The the kind of classic Google uh, suite for uh, email. Yep. and docs uh github for source code mm-hmm. uh slack for real-time chat that's another that's a that's a good podcast topic slack yeah and why i'm not a fan but um yeah and we use zoom for video chat because slack video is yeah zoom zoom is great grimace oh yeah, i do like zoom um we use charlie hr for any hr stuff so like um <laughs> don't, know, don't want to explain HR. <laughs> human resourcing. <laughs> um, what a terrible phrase that is, human resourcing. It's horrible. Yeah. But Charlie HR makes it easy. So <laughs> I love that product. Well. Again, not sponsored. <laughs> God, we could have had two sponsors in this episode if we tried. Uh, is there anything else? Probably. One thing in our life that is missing and uh, something we're trying to solve is this gap of thing, a holistic view of um, the business as it is now and things to do and uh, what's outstanding or what needs to be done over the next month from a business in terms of maybe a tax return or where are we at with insurance and, and just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so kind of the boring stuff, but that's really important um, to your business and a lot of, and it's also like there's kind of education side of that. Um a lot of companies don't even know, like us, we we don't have full visibility over all those policies and everything like that. So yeah. definitely a problem for us and one we're keen to solve, but maybe more about that in another episode. Yeah. Tell me soon. So that was another question from Ian. So that was a good question. Yeah, nice one. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I feel we could, yeah, we could have been a bit better. Basically because we didn't actually answer the question he said about resources. No, it's says sources. Oh, sources? Well, we did even worse. No, we didn't. Uh, yeah. we, we actually answered with resources. 
sources. Well, that's the thing. There's not many good sources out there mm. that unless you unless you read like a million business books, which a lot of them aren't relevant because you're operating in a very specific space. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Oh yeah, it's when it's either way too generic or way too specific on a particular case. And like I think your business is always going to be bespoke. Mm. Like it's you can you can look at areas of running the business um, that you might not know and want to learn about, such as like if you're in software development, then you can read about like project management or whatever that is. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, it's just quite a a big thing, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, I, I one one key source, I guess, is like mentors and. Anecdotal evidence for other yeah. other people. Yeah, that's the best one I'd, I'd say I've yeah. f- to answer that. Right. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, Ian. All right, next question. Um, what was the scariest thing about starting full time with the business? I think. Go on. All right, I've got a a second part of this question. Yeah. Is that still the scariest thing? Yeah. Today. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um yeah, for me it's always there's always this metric of like runway of like if if we stopped today and did absolutely nothing, how long would it last? Mm. Which is like the worst metric because it's not accurate at all. It doesn't give an indication of how things are going. You could have loads of cash but no work coming in. Um So I guess I guess the scariest thing is is that moment where it tips against you, and it might be work's not coming in, or you know products not going well, or projects not going well, and how you deal with that. But was was that? Did you think about that when you first started full time? I didn't have many fears when I started. You know me. I'm I I'm very risk averse, and I take calculated risks. So how did you de-risk that, or or was that just not a concern at all? It wasn't a concern for me. Bold statement. I guess I guess this, yeah. That was the scariest thing. The scariest thing was like how long would it last? Yeah. The uncertainty of that. What about you? I think um, the whole uh, long-term, like you say, in terms of not roadmap, uh, what's it called? Runway. Runway. Uh, the runway has gotten, I think that's been a fi- uh, more scary as we've got on for some reason, for me. Like okay. at the start, I wasn't worried about that mm-hmm. because you are starting from nothing and you it's gonna you're just gonna give it a shot sort of thing yeah whereas now i feel there's a bit more pressure to keep that up uh i don't know just because i maybe it's i've uh we've put more into it so it's like more of a a loss i don't know it's weird it's a weird way yes big it's, chunk. it's not necessarily a money thing it's more the company and what it is for us like from, yeah, oh, yeah, maybe it's just a don't want it to, don't want it to fail mm, mm. thing. Uh, fear of failure. 
God, it's got deep, didn't it? I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> but I, I don't think about that. That's not really scary. That's only like scary. I think about that maybe once every so often. But like day to day, yeah, I don't know. Day to day is probably uh, making sure they're on, we're working on the right things at the right day. And that's... That's a big fear. Yeah. That is a good fear. Yeah. yeah, the fear that we're wasting yeah. time. Yeah. That we're we're working on the wrong things, yeah. yeah. And because you don't know, like even even if you're like fully dedicated to like agency environment, <coughs> you know, products from other people, it's impossible to kind of determine what has most lifetime value versus another. You get a good indication, but sometimes you still don't know. Yeah. And there's always that uncertainty. Yeah. Um. And then. You don't want, yeah. You just want to get in that place of like looking back five years and then saying, "Ah, that was a waste of time." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a big old waste of time. Yeah, which I don't think we are. No. But it's 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 a good it's a good kind of fear. Yeah, to have. Yeah. Okay. Keep you on edge. That's good. All right. Next question: If you had four extra hours in a day or per day, how would you spend it? I love to get stuff done but <laughs> I also appreciate that you need to stop sometimes yeah so my immediate question would be I'd get more stuff done in terms of like work hmm. but I don't know how the body would work with that <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the question <laughs> Don't yeah, but what would you want to do in an ideal? I feel like there's a stigma. I feel like there's a stigma of if you were to say, "I w- I would just want to do more work," mm. and that is like, "Oh, that's weird." But it's it's not if your personality is focused around completing tasks. And having more time to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but then you've got the whole... You could have four extra hours now at work. Like... Yep. <laughs> For listeners, Steve is in a very, <laughs> very big dilemma here. Um... Four extra hours a day, okay. I would, yeah, right now, I would work on uh, our new tool that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Yeah, same. I would like to, but I think if it was, yeah, four extra day, four extra hours, I'd probably divide it. I think, for me, I don't quite have enough, like, relaxed time mm. per day. And so... I find that like, when I get to a weekend, I want to try and dedicate like a whole day because I feel like throughout the week I haven't actually had much like mm. chill time, which is weird because I probably do. But yeah, yeah just just this thing that I'd like to do. Yeah, and uh, like from going on this like rest period, mm. I mean I feel this is a common thing. How do you how do you track that? Like, do you is it like a subconscious thing? Like you. 
because I find you know it's a it's a sometimes I uh, during the workday I'd be like oh, I might do a couple of hours this evening, uh, but then I I would sit down and like it changes like time time depending on what day sort of time of day it is and when you actually go to work and things yeah. in terms of can I work right now mm-hmm. and sometimes you sit at home and maybe you, you know, you're a bit tired so you're not going to do work yep. or maybe you push yourself to work but then it's not unproductive mm-hmm. so how do you manage when you do work and when you don't or is it always like a time by time basis uh, are you, that really interesting question that you said of like can I work now and yeah I've always find the answer to that is yeah mm. or very rarely is it no yeah. it's usually only if I'm ill um, or like there's family or, or something you know something yeah. going on which is a right pain because I do yeah I do want to divide it a bit better and have it so yeah but then what is work like what is work I also think when I, when I look at uh, on Twitter or listen to podcasts or listen to people speak about hustle and all that stuff <laughs> I think that there's there's like two types of work or like m- probably many more than two types but for me it's programming and uh, what's something else like programming is half of it mm-hmm. and the other half is whatever like uh, thinking or uh, writing stuff proposed, whatever it is there's something that's not programming yep and sometimes I can do that, but I can't program. Or sometimes I feel like programming, but I can't do the other thing. So, um, yeah, that that's also often when I'm unmasked, I ask myself, can I work right now? It's always yes, but it's hard choosing which one I, I'll do at that stage. That's interesting. Yeah, for for me, it's always um, it's always the motivation, as you said, like around getting that task done. Particularly if there's like something overhanging from the day, you know, there's just that mm. one one thing and it turns into another and it it gets annoying. What I'm trying to do in twenty nineteen, New Year, New Me, I'm trying to have this approach of it can wait till tomorrow. Mm. And it so far it's it's been alright. Mm. Um because most things can wait till tomorrow. And I've kind of also come to terms with the fact that that will lose some of the benefits that we we have i won't work as fast i will sometimes have that nagging feeling mm. in the evening but i'm just going to accept it i dealt with it before like during um employment i i very rarely would work in the evening mm. on the stuff that i was employed for sometimes i would but that would be out of genuine enjoyment or curiosity so I'm, try- I'm trying to approach it like that. Hmm. Problem is, is we have this, you know, this uh, yin-yang of our own ventures, which becomes this blurry, like, is that work? Hmm. Is that work? Because then it's like, okay, well, I want to work on that. But I also know I I shouldn't be working because this is my time not hmm. to work because otherwise I'll burn out or whatever. It's confusing, isn't it? Confusing. I mean... Ah. <laughs> ah. Or if there was a tablet. A tablet. A tablet. <laughs> Talking drugs in it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched the film Limitless? Yes. Would you take it? No. Why not? Because um, 
it's all about sustainability. I'd rather work at like 70%, 100% of the time mm-hmm. than 100%, 70% of the time. Nice. Oh, that was good. Oh. Someone write one down. <laughs> Blown away. <laughs> Probably just about it's not that clever. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I enjoy being like productive. Okay. And um, some people work like that. They work in, you know, where, where they're not productive all the time. You know, they sit around thinking mm. or um, actually thinking is a good thing. I don't, I don't know why I <laughs> made that negative. No, they sit around kind of like, you know, at a mental block or something like that where they can't progress because they're burnt out, tired, whatever. Yeah. And so, um, I yeah, I don't like feeling like that. I like mm. to feel like we're always making progress. Yeah. But it goes back to the earlier question. It doesn't feel like we're wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look at that wrap up. <laughs> wrap it all up in a bow there. Brilliant. All right. Uh, thank you for... Yeah, sending us your questions. Feel free to send them more and we'll do a third episode. Hopefully not in six months' time, but you never know. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And, Cheers. Uh, tune in next time. Good day, mate.